You're listening to Randall Parker's Film Club with me, Randall Parker. On today's podcast, I'll be reviewing two films from the list of greatest films of all time. Firstly, I'll be reviewing a film uh, made in Brazil in 1981 called Pixote. Then we'll turn our attention to a more recent film made in 2011 by Terry Malick's called Tree of Life. Now, it has been a couple of weeks since my last podcast. It's been absolute chaos here. As you'll probably remember from last time, I had to cut my last podcast short because uh, my mum had been arrested for biting the finger off an Asda security guard. Now, from what we've been able to piece together is my mum had gone shopping, right, because I'd shat all my pants and uh, she'd gone buy me some more. But while she was shopping, my mum had got peckish and decided to help herself to a couple of bananas. Now, the old security guard uh, took exception to this and now I'm not sure what happened next, but... Uh, his hand got in the way and somehow he lost his finger. Now, I'm pretty sure it wasn't done out of malice, but uh, the local constabulary and the manager from Asda don't share that view. Mum is currently on bail and will be due in court in the next couple of weeks. Now, changing the subject slightly, uh, it's going to be my 50th birthday in a couple of weeks and I've had an idea that I'm going to do a special podcast, uh, probably focus on films from 1971, so... More details on that to follow, and keep an ear out for that. Right, on to emails. I'd like to thank everyone for your emails asking about Mum, but uh, I'm just going to focus on the more film-related ones for now, if that's all right. Uh, our first email is from a chap called Andy, and uh, it goes... Dear Randall, I've been listening to your podcast for a couple of months now, and I have to say, on the whole, I've been enjoying it. But on to the main reason for the email, and it's this. I too have been the subject of a barrage of abuse from your friend, the Dark Corridor. About 18 months ago, I subscribed to his service, and at the beginning I enjoyed the films that he sent to me. But after a while, I found the films he sent to me to be a bit Roman Polanski heavy. I think in total, I got 24 Polanski films in a row. I sent the Dark Corridor an email and he began a hate campaign on Twitter against me and even accused me of being racist because I was from England and he's Welsh. Just thought I should warn you and keep up the good work, Andy Fisher from Shrewsbury. Yeah, thanks for that Andy, but uh, I think I'm okay for now. Luckily, uh, since his last email, I haven't heard anything from him and that's about three weeks ago now. So, that's it for emails for this time. Uh, later on in the show, I have got another film face-off requested by a listener. But before that... Randall Parker's Film Fact The actor who played the radiographer in the horror classic The Exorcist, Paul Bateson, was at the time an active serial killer. Randall Parker's Film Fact Another one of those next time. As regular listeners to the podcast may remember, Mrs Carter from next door passed away about a month or so back. Yeah, it was sad news, that was. Anyway, the council have moved a new family in next door. Now, she's a single mother, her name is Donna, and she is the younger sister of Mark Richards, who I have mentioned on previous podcasts. Now, our mate Mark, he's up in Manchester doing a 12-stretch for armed robbery and aggravated burglary. Now, they do seem quite nice, it's just her and her two kids, and... There was an husband, but uh, about five years ago he nipped off to buy some Bon Jovi tickets and never came back. As I said, two kids. The eldest one is Jackson. That's Jackson with an X. Yeah, I know. Uh, He's about 12, right? 
You know when people say that uh, he's a sandwich short of a picnic, well, R. Jackson, he's a picnic short of a picnic. Most days, right, he just stands at the bottom of their garden, staring up at this bedroom window. He doesn't even pretend he's not looking, he just stares in. I bet you if I get up now and look, he'll be there, hang on. Yeah, he's out there now. It's pissing down, and he ain't even got a coat on. I'll tell you what, she must have been standing too close to the microwave when she was up the duff or something. Yeah, she's got two kids, Jackson with an X. He's about 12, as I said. And then John Wick, who must be about six. Yeah, John Wick, all one word. Anyway, on with the podcast. Randall Parker's Film Face-Off. Right, about a week or two ago, I get this email. It goes, Dear Randall, which is your favourite Star Wars film, Andrew Kelly? Short, sweet and straight to the point. Now, I thought that this would make a great film face-off, but instead of pitting film against film, I've decided to pit trilogy against trilogy. Ambitious, I know, but I think we can pull this off. Right, so you've got the original trilogy, A New Hope, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Right, then you've got the prequel trilogy, which is Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And then you've got the sequel trilogy, Force Wakes Up, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalkers. Right, I'll start off with the original trilogy, which was a lot of fun. I can remember uh, I went to see the first Star Wars film back in 1977 at the cinema. I went on my sixth birthday and Mr White took me. Bloody hell, I'd never seen anything like it. It was amazing. Right, then they followed that up with Empire, which was even better. And then they followed that up with uh, Return of the Jedi, which is basically a bunch of teddy bears beating the shit out of a gang of stormtroopers. But we all let that one slide as we were deeply invested by that point. And that was it, we thought. All done and dusted. That's your lot. But 16 years later, good old George Lucas decides to make the prequel trilogy. Or as they became known, the shit ones. Right, these ones, they had Qui-Gon Jinn in it as Qui-Gon Jinn. The druggy off train spotting as Obi-Ben Kenobi. And these ones were basically a CGI cartoon about Darth Vader becoming Darth Vader. Apart from the overuse of CGI, these films could be noted for being the films having the most actors in it who couldn't be asked to act. Anyway, after Revenge of the Jedi, we all thought, thank God that's over. But then, uh, then came the sequel trilogy. Now, these films did something no one thought possible. And that was make the prequel trilogy look less shit. And these films became known as the even shitter Star Wars films. Now, I think when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they thought, I'll tell you what, why don't we make three new Star Wars films? Well, instead of getting people who've seen Star Wars to make them, let's get some people who haven't seen Star Wars make them and just briefly tell them what happened in the previous six. Now, I would have chosen the original trilogy, uh, but for one single thing. And that's called Rogue One. And that's the film where Stephen Hawkins' wife runs around shooting shit up and blowing up stuff. And that's the reason why the winner of this film face-off is Rogue One. Randall Parker's Film Face-Off He's still out there, little old Jackson. Looks like he's eating a sausage roll. 
bloody hell he's going for it. He wants to be careful he don't lose a finger. Bloody hell kids, slow down. Savour it. He's eating it like a lead singer in an angry punk band. And he's finished. And it's still pissing down out there. Now, shout out to everyone at Wyden Bailey Fabrications. Where I work. I'm still on furlough. Uh, now, Mr White, he's been listening to me podcast and he really enjoys it. He did actually offer to make me redundant so I could focus on this full time. But I said to him, I couldn't do that to him and leave him in the lurch should he need me. So here I am, waiting for the call. He's a lovely bloke, is Mr White. He's put me on his Netflix account. Now, I don't know if you know what Netflix is, but it's a bit like the BBC iPlayer, but with stuff you actually want to watch on it. As I said, Mr White is a lovely bloke. He's been a tower of strength through this Asda nonsense with me and Mum. Uh, he said to me it's just like the hoo-ha we had down the donkey sanctuary before the first lockdown. Did I tell you about that? Mum was looking through one of those magazines you get with the Sunday papers and saw an advert about sponsoring a donkey for £3 a month and thought, that's a bargain. So she sponsors this one called Sooty and uh, it's got this you know, black nose and black ears and he was dead cute. Anyway, she gets Mr White to take her down to visit old Sooty in the sanctuary in the works van. Only Mum hadn't understood the advert. Thought it was a rental service, right? And three quid a month was cheaper than 35 quid a month she was spending on a mobility scooter. Anyway, kicks off big style when she tried to load Sooty in the back of the van. They didn't take too kindly to that. Three police vans had to be called. It was lucky Mr White was there to pay him off, otherwise Mum would have gone down for sure. I can't help feeling sorry for Sooty, the poor little fella. He had to be put down due to the trauma of the whole event. It's just another in a long line of runnings my Mum's had with the law. I mean, that's not even mentioning the time she killed the vicar at the church fight. Now, I'd like to give a big shout-out to uh, our sponsor today, and that's Mr Healy. He runs the local barbers, and on the, it's on the High Street. Now, he's running a service where you can, for the subscription, go in once a week and have your facial hair, you know, neatened up and trimmed. And he's calling that Beard 52. Prices start from eight quid a month for a basic tidy-up. Beards, they're more popular than they used to be, aren't they? When I was a kid, the only people who had beards were tramps and people on the dole, you know, people who'd given up on life. Anyway... Pop along, mention the podcast. Great stuff. Mind you, if you are popping down to Healy's, uh, I'd go in the morning as he likes a few jars at lunchtime in the dog and partridge. And uh, in the afternoon, his aim's a bit off. Donny Tucker, a kid from school, lost the top of his ear once. Now, on to a new section of the podcast. Randall recommends. Thanks to Ken for that. Now, onto a new section of the podcast where I recommend a film to watch. But being as I was talking about trilogies and as about this then, the Missing in Action trilogy, right? Starts off with Missing in Action, obviously, then Missing in Action 2, the beginning, and tops itself off nicely with Braddock, Missing in Action 3. All starring the greatest actor of all time, Chuck Norris, and he's on top form here. Now, Missing in Action 2 is the best of them, and possibly has the best line in any film ever. Well, this bloke says to him, 
don't step on any toes and he goes I don't step on toes I just step on necks when he says that the hairs on the back of my neck stand up it's stunning anyway I think they're all available to buy and you can always do the Amazon boomerang can't you watch them say they're faulty send them back so give them a go right well thank you for joining me it's nice to get back into the swing of things isn't it now Mum has informed me that the boy next door is actually called Jackson, with two X's. Uh, second one's silent, apparently. Anyway, just had a look, and old Jackson with two X's is standing out there in the rain, and he's having a bit of a vape. As always, you can contact me via email, randallparker1971 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Ta-ra for a bit. Fuck, I forgot the reviews.